Hey guys, welcome to Bagdagan Nights. My name is Martin. We got here Jao, hey. Radio Norm, and returning from his long sojourn three years later, this is AG. Hey AG. Sojourn connotes that I was not around. But <laughs> well, yeah, you were in town14.com. Yes, no, I, I, I existed. I'm still here. So Jordan oh, yeah, connotes that uh, I ventured off in a faraway land. Yeah, you went to Japan. I mean, right? if you, but you have. I mean, if you call Sabatica? that faraway land marriage, sure, call it, <laughs> call it a sojourn. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mandalorian is a faraway land so, from Brazil. Sojourn just talks about like something being temporary, like a, a temporary absence or a temporary <laughs> stay somewhere else before returning. Right, so then uh, it's not a sojourn because like it, marriage is there's a point to be forever. The point is so back. Oh but my yeah, god, we're back is, again. <laughs> welcome back. Well, not welcome back. Yeah. Thanks for having me back, gents. Yeah, we miss you, man. Rob, you, you could be welcoming yourself back since you are one of like the um, pillars of Channel 14. Yes. One of the four <laughs> founding <laughs> pillars of Channel 14. Wait. Welcome back, me. <laughs> of course. I am celebra- This is a celebration because, <laughs> you know, it's me. <laughs> anyway, yes. uh, glad to be back. How is everybody doing? Uh, oh, my God. We're, we're, good. we're good. I'm good. Um, we're good. <laughs> I am well. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Hey, Norm, how are you, dude? Yes, how's your mukbang? Uh, it's done. I'm just getting some infused water now. It's, you know, trying to get as much vitamins in my system as possible. I, I really love all of the background, like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the ghetto. This Radio Norm at its finest. <laughs> it's okay. You know, uh, Radio Norm household uh, work from home edition. So. Actually, yeah. Dude, will we come? I, I tried submitting Radio Norm to Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not as a yeah. podcast, but as like an album. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it all like two minutes long, right? Yeah, dude. So... <laughs> The issue I ran into was um, they don't allow songs that include some sort of promotion in it. So what? What's in promotion? Yeah, promotional thing at the end. Yeah, the, the little thing at the end, like and now for fifty oh. minutes of non-existent sponsors. Visit channel fourteen dot com, like all of that stuff. Like oh, the shit. entire thing was straight up rejected because of that. Damn. <laughs> so podcast talaga. Yeah, but it doesn't. F- I I don't think it fits the podcast format. It's it's a it's a spoken word album essentially, right? Like hmm. uh, maybe you could uh, Siri? it's satire. Scenery edit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm actually thinking of like re-recording it, like with all of with all of us, and like like a, an original piece of a, an original piece of music. That way, there's absolutely no question about the copyright, and we each pick like one or two, and we go like it's five fifty-two p.m. Out of waiting shit. Like a you know. <laughs> Like like that Linkin Park album, the Hybrid Theory remix. The entire album just remixed. <laughs> yeah, but instead of like the remix, it's just us like dicking around. But yes, it's if you can get that on Spotify. Oh my God, I'll plug the hell out of Radio Norm on Spotify. 
Right. I mean, something yeah. we, can, we can look forward to. But you have to re-record it first, right? Dude, yes. we're, we're on lockdown for like the next <laughs> month. Yes, we can expect another like, extension of some sort. <laughs> like this Technically, is really, you have yeah, time. We're is, racing, uh, yeah. This is, you know, for all the people that say like the commute time in Manila <laughs> is a tremendous waste of time. Like, we could be doing so much more productive things with the four hours that we spend on the road. Well, yeah, this is the four hours that we have, that, that we have gotten mm-hmm. back. And um, because we don't have to deal with all of, like, the pleasantries uh-huh. of um, the first 15 minutes of a meeting. All of the, oh, how was, you know, whatever. Like, we cut out all of that fat. We actually do have quite a bit of time on our hands, which is why I'd like Martin to learn Portuguese. Do you now follow Portuguese? Ponte queijo. Ponte queijo, sim, sim. Eu gosto ponte queijo. That's the reason why I'm, I can record again. My four to six hour commute is gone. Right? <laughs> you should record, like, something. Man, I'm, yeah. Um, bil- On my end. Technically, I'm not recording. I'm, I'm, I started streaming. Nice. <laughs> so- <laughs> Whoa. What kind of stream? Uh, I'm on... What the hell? Um, OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> she has an oh, OnlyFans. Oh, okay. <laughs> Twitch. Well, you know I'm Channel on, uh, 14 has a Patreon. You can use that. No, I'm uh, twitch.tv.com slash... Oh, no. Twitch.tv slash Aggers. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Aggers, as usual. But um, I don't have a Go to the bottom schedule. for the link in the description. Yeah, but um, I'm not yeah, sure... I'll have to make show notes. Yeah. <laughs> We have to make proper show notes. Screw you guys. <laughs> well, I keep forgetting have I time edit now. Bodega Nights episode and add show notes. Appropriate for uh, show notes. But yeah, pretty much I, 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 I tried streaming just to get the skill set, just to understand how it goes, how the production happens, and use it as an opportunity to connect with my students. Okay. So they're the, mainly the ones populating the stream. Oh, man. Um, it, it's super janky. I can tell you right now, my stream setup is super janky. It's unnecessary. Like, I have a student that streams who said, hey, I want to help you out, sir. I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> like, for now, let me do this. Let me try it on my own so that I could go through all the process and whatnot. So that when the school wants to or when you guys want to, I could already, like, have an idea on how to teach you pointers and whatnot. Thanks. First and foremost, that I realize it's uh, with regard to the production setup, again, in through in true third world Linux fashion, like find a workaround, <laughs> even if it means death. <laughs> Jitsi and OBS, let's do this. <laughs> come on, come on, let's do this. Like pretty much that OBS is a godsend. Um, Mac have oh my god, I uh, want to kill it again. Uh, I can't, I, I can't. I wish I could go back to my old setup of having um a Linux desktop and just. Uh, anyway, that's different. That's for a different podcast altogether. But um, one of the biggest reasons that I found out is you really just have to plan the stream. Because I didn't plan my stream. I only had to say, I'm going to play video games. I'm going to answer all student inquiries regarding the university policies and whatnot <laughs> that I made. So it's better if you could format it like a radio show. I like yeah. how you're using the pretend, the, you're using the excuse of answering student questions regarding policies to make them watch your stream. No, yeah. <laughs> watch the idea. Watch Aggers play Warframe. <laughs> that's pretty much, yes. that's exactly the idea. Um, 
because uh, not only am I, you know, getting a new skill level, it's because the thing I realize about this generation um, is it's so hard to engage them. Like, you have to keep them engaged. It's not so much they're going to seek you out. You really have to be where they are. You really have to be and where they hang out and whatnot. Because they're not going to be like, oh, look at this guy, this old person thing. Like, these yeah. kids, by the way, studying with these kids, not not studying, like managing these kids. Oh my god, made now I finally feel like I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, going back, you have to be where they are. So one of the biggest things we did was the, for for the quarantine was started our very own college Discord server. <laughs> nice. Yep. Which uh, they were so. Nice. Oh my god, we have a Discord server. There. Like doing efforts like that, they actually appreciate it. And it's an additional platform for the students because I'm lucky I'm handling a bunch of artists. So, because yeah. College of Fine Arts, right? So some of them are like, oh, sir, let me do this for the Discord. Let me do that for the Discord. And then for, and they didn't, they had to, they didn't even have to ask permission for that. They just outright do it, which is what our dean and I want to do for them. Like, for them to just seek out things to do, like make graphics for the university, do the posters, do the whatnot, because that's what they're supposed to be. So there's this two students who outright fixed up our entire Discord channel. Like I've been, I'm going to surprise them. If they're not listening to this, they're going to be surprised to receive in the next college day a certificate of uh, participation or appreciation. I'm gonna, I'm planning to give them something like that. And then like, ooh, surprise! Could use this for your CV or whatnot. It's a skill set. Like, and keep telling them, develop skill sets, develop skill sets. How many? How many kids do you have in your college? Three (laughs) hundred. And you have all 300 of them on the Discord server? I'm currently at 180. Oh, okay. That's more than 50%. Um, the, one of the biggest problems we have in the quarantine was some of the households, especially for our scholarships, don't have fast internet or consistent internet. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I actually wanted to talk about, like how you guys are... Um, how you guys Went are around. working around that. Yeah, because that's something that like everybody has to kind of grapple with. Instead of just a simple like mass promotion. <clears throat> yeah, because um, I-, I was the one, I was the one part of the people who was like, no, we're not going to do mass promotion. Like, I will, f- I will fight that we don't get mass promotion. So the term that one of my faculty uh, teachers, when my staff used was um, maximum leniency. <clears throat> with maximum leniency... It means that we deadlines. The deadlines for uh, first up is we come up with uh, self-learning modules. They are just PDFs with instructions. Um, the readings are in there already. They don't have to seek it out. Right. Um, they don't have to download. All the readings are already made there by the professors and whatnot. Um, and then they dis- distribute it to all the students, of course, via online. And if you have <laughs> what do you call this? Torrent. <laughs> Set up a door. <laughs> and if you have the a slow that they use, man. <laughs> and if you have a slow internet connection, it's not going to be difficult to download a couple of MBs of the PDF. Right. And then the deadlines for the outputs of these modules are six weeks after class resumes. So it's oh. extremely long. Yeah, extremely right, right, long. Right. Maximum leniency, right. Maximum leniency. And then if, say, um, they're like for some of our select scholars who really live in the slum areas who don't have internet connection where social distancing isn't even a thing. Um, yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we're tell- we, we they're not gonna get a failing grade for the semester. Like that's the only thing that I was not able to push. Like nobody's gonna fail. But the a- the grade range is between one to three. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they still have to put in the work. But they're not under any pressure. Because if you're not going to be able to submit in the six-week deadline period, um, what do you call this? They'll only be marked incomplete. Wait, so we're talking about... I can hear myself. Uh-oh. Someone's mic is unplugged. <laughs> Who's what? I mean, if you... Someone can hear yourself. <laughs> that ain't me. Uh-oh. AG? That might be you. No. No, no, we're hearing your echo too. Uh oh. Mm. Is it me? <laughs> no, I plugged on the right spot. Alright. Anyway. Eh. I can't hear myself anymore. Nice. Um, you can't hear Could have been Martin. No. Uh, uh, no, it's not. I, I don't remember what I was talking about. Dang. Uh, no, the, the six week time the period. Of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For so the. Six the so the nobody fails thing—that's something that's reserved for your scholars, or no, um, no, nobody fail. There's we only have uh, like three fail states, because if you didn't submit in the six week period, you'll be marked incomplete. Right. The completion in our university uh, extends only to the next semester. Like you have to send the requirements and the fulfillments yeah, yeah. to make it to be marked complete and get your grade. Um, is only one semester. We're going to extend it to two semesters. So you have an entire year to complete all the requirements that you missed for this semester because you're only going to refer to the modules anyway. Right. right? Nice. So here's there's only three fail states. If you already... Um, failure due to absences, even before the quarantine, uh-huh. you're still going to fail. If you didn't appear to your classes, you're going to fail. Oh, wait, if, you didn't appear to the class after um, kids are required to go back to no, school? No, before the quarantine. So there's no... You need a ah, certain right, amount so of attendance, parent. Yes, right, you so still need to have attended, or you st- if you, if you're gonna flunk before the quarantine, you're gonna flunk the semester. <laughs> right, right. But and uh, last fail state for this semester is if you didn't complete within one year. One year after return to school. Yeah, exactly. What happens to the graduating students? That is my biggest. <laughs> Like for the for the non-graduating students, well and good, right? Well and good. My biggest problem now is the requirements for multimedia arts graduates is they need to have an exhibition and a thesis. Yeah, the exhibition, good lord, it was only, it was, you know, the date. I think it was the fifth, the twelfth, right? When they started the quarantine. Yeah, I I don't know. It was different. Yeah, I forgot. It was like literally. Three days after the quarantine was supposed to be their exhibition. Uh-huh. It didn't... Oh, my God. That's... Mm. But the nice thing is the sponsors, the speakers, everybody still are go for the exhibition. Like, we just need okay. things to resume. Then they could do the exhibition again. The biggest problem, right. actually. So, and there's no problem because all the materials are done. They just need to pretty much show like, it. Show it, yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario, if, say, this lasts for however long... A couple Let's of say a year. Month, a year or so, a month or so. Worst, absolute worst case scenario. Absolute worst case scenario is they have to do an online exhibition. Right. Like that's why of, I'm learning. Uh, exactly. That's why I'm learning streaming. Okay. All right. You see how it's so, all how it all connects. How it's all connected. <laughs> freaking the conspiracy exactly. theory and all of Finally, this. Finally, now that the, <laughs> the AG stream is explained. Yeah, that's why. So that I could tell them, hey, <laughs> this is possible, and. And I'm also tracking a few photo festivals that are transitioning to an online photo festival. Right. Well, it, oh. at least it's more the the I don't know 
could be more inclusive, I guess. Yeah, it's more inclusive. Um, it's more inclusive. By, by nature of digital, because you're not limited yeah, by physical It's a logistics. Yeah. thing in the country, though. Yeah, but uh, I, I haven't worried about all the technical stuff yet, because it's the last case scenario. We're still wishing that by June, we can go back to school. Right, with like extreme social distancing measures as a requirement. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can do everything at your home, because what we're worried is for our scholars, because, um, again, they're the ones who don't have the highest computers and whatnot. So that's why we're also telling our finance department, hey, can you give leniency on the expenses, on the refund? Like, if we're going to save money, can we at least transfer that so that they could, we can operate our labs so that our scholars can use the labs and whatnot? Like, a lot of other things. That's pretty much my work is just managing everything from where I am. So, right. yeah, that's pretty much the fail. The, oh, going back, sorry. For the thesis, I already told them to prepare um, online defense. Mm-hmm. So, because most of them, and I, I discouraged them because most of them want to do a video documentary. Uh, for context, most of my students, graduation, graduating students, are multimedia arts. So, yeah, yeah. they, uh, well, most of them want to do video documentaries. And some of them already started and whatnot. So I told them, how can you finish all those in social distancing, especially with your topics, unless it lends itself well to the topic? So I told them, there's still time to switch their thesis to, say, a critical study or research paper or whatever that doesn't require um, that they go out or that they record or whatnot. So that's the biggest problem for me. Because at least with our OJT takers, because this special term is supposed to be OJT as well. Um, internship for some of our students. Right. At least there could be work from home arrangements. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure certain. I told them, um, everybody's thinking OJT is, of course, for a company or a corporation. Never forget, you're mm-hmm. artists. Most of you are going to be freelance. So, <laughs> so now is going to like be creative, not just in your output, but in how you view work. So find opportunities that will get you credits for your OJT. Say, hey, you've seen churches, like all Sunday churches, especially online churches right now, online mass. My wife and I, my wife notices that I get, I I churn in my stomach when I see the graphics. (laughs) 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 Seven different fonts. Seven different fonts in one graphic. Then the the screen wipes of the PowerPoint presentations for the the Psalms and whatnot. Oh my gosh. Like, I told them, volunteer for churches. Volunteer to your local government units that you're gonna make the graphics for, say, the coronavirus announcements. For, like, volunteer to your communities. Those will be credited. And I told them, if you get freelance jobs or opportunities, keep the receipts, those will be credited until you realize, oh, I already fulfilled 300 hours worth of work. Then don't need to go anywhere else. So we're currently revising because there's no existing policy for the OJT crediting because everybody before, it's like 300 hours. They have to do 300 hours for a company or a corporation. But I told them most of these kids now do freelance. It's a gig economy. So most of them already do commissions. So I have students already... Um, what do you call that? Have freelance stuff. So I told them, wait, we're gonna come up with metrics. We're gonna submit it to your office um, that handles all the OJT stuff. And then they were like, yeah, sure. We actually have no idea how to do it anyway. So you guys do it for your college. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much my job. So yeah, 
very productive work from home. Ah, long-winded discussion on that. I really should have you on the class record itself. <laughs> yeah, if if um, because I I guess I I already I don't have that much war stories. Most of what I do is backend stuff. Okay, <laughs> administrative <laughs> stuff. I don't have enough. So I have war stories, classroom war stories. Um, of course Ooh. I win. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, you okay, okay. You have of to. Of course I win. <laughs> Um, you already destroyed some souls. Uh, <laughs> That's the most painful thing, dude. <laughs> no, um, not so much destroyed souls. Because after that, the next day, I told them to go to my office and they did. Then they realized what I did. Okay. Uh, I see, I see. Ooh. That's what you get when you know when you play Dark Souls. When you die, you have to recover your soul back. <laughs> so that's, I didn't tell that to them. <laughs> I didn't tell that to them, but that's pretty much my logic. I'm gonna kill you in front of anyone. Teach in a college, dude, because like I can't pull off half of that stuff in a high school. Yeah, that's why I I told you. Like when we were in college, I told you I'm not gonna teach in a high school level. If ever I'd be in a collegiate level, so that I could just you know, because literally my boss and I treat it like it's our playground. (laughs) It's it's uh, it's there's a lot more academic freedom in in, in oh, the yes. college level and that's insane oh yes but this academic the re- thing I realized even when we weren't studying I didn't realize this that the academic freedom that students and the administration has also equates to academic responsibility oh yeah definitely like you're not we're not gonna hold your hand like there was a um uh, a parent that complained to me about this and that why they're not reminded what not then I just replied they're in the collegiate level already. They're supposed to have their own systems and schedules and reminders. Their teachers already give them the syllabus at the start of the semester where all the important dates are there. Yeah. So they don't need to be reminded. They have to take the initiative on their own. And then the parents are like, but, 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 yes, that's what they do. Their su- senior high school is supposed to have prepared them for this possibility. Because they already started doing certain things in senior high school. Well, I, I can I can tell you now that uh, we don't have that gradual release of responsibility in the senior high school level yet, because something oh, that we are kind of really required to do is if a kid is failing or if a kid doesn't submit uh, a major performance task or something, like it it is still part of school policy, at least where I teach, um, for us to notify the parents about. The student to oh, yeah. give students like the constant reminder and it, it, it is just an extension of the same old same old in, in high school um, um, so hmm. like we're still we're still giving them those terrible like habits in the senior high level and we're kind of throwing them into college still used to the idea of being reminded that they have work to do so um I don't know. That's something I should try to sort of incorporate into my class, I guess. Like having, um, like sort of scaffolding that system into the kids such that I don't have to. Uh, then that, yeah, because the... one of my constant lines whenever, say, a kid goes to me, like they don't go to their teacher straight, they go to me, which I don't think is a good sign. <laughs> should they go to their teachers? Because <laughs> you're the cool guy. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm a good, cool guy. It's, I mean, I can't I write my research papers. I want to write my research Aren't papers. Aren't you so good? I mean, you're doing <laughs> but, um, streaming while doing policy. No, <laughs> <laughs> streaming while doing Q and A. Come on. 
<laughs> so yeah, when they go to me, ask um what could be done to this, like the first thing I already always tell them is, hey, have you informed your parents about this? Because we are not gonna inform your parents. You have to inform your parents about this. Have you talked to your teacher? I tell them. I always tell them. Have you talked to your teacher about this? You're having difficulty with the topic, not because you're a dumb dumb. It's just you're so having like, difficulty. <laughs> right, right. And if you think you're a dumb dumb, yeah, you inform your teacher because. I tell them, teachers actually appreciate it. When you tell them, sir, I'm having a hard time. Is there anything, like, outside the classroom? Like, they have links, extra readings, all those that um going to help me with this. Like, teachers appreciate that, I tell them. Like, And then when your teachers hear that, they, they're going to sparkle in there like, okay, so this kid is finding ways for to him to pass my class. Yeah. That might give you extra bump in places where teachers can actually, you know, give that leeway <laughs> like the the recitation and class participation stuff yes but for because our rubrics dictate that you have to have outputs because again you're artists no excuse just produce you know at least they could you know maybe it could get a bump instead of getting you a three maybe because you put in effort and whatnot to five to 75 who knows right so i told them like inform your teachers you're having difficulty like, don't be afraid of that. This is collegiate level. If you're having difficulty when it comes to the workplace, um, you're having difficult time in your workload, you can always inform your boss. It's the same in collegiate level. And then they would go like, ah. And yeah. all the more better. Yeah, I told them, all the more better. That's you, quite a good you, life lesson. Yeah, all the more better you go to us rather than just complain somewhere else. <coughs> Freedom walls. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about uh, there's something that uh, um, happens in, uh, in in work, and it's something that ought to be weeded out really um, early on, like as early as like high school or college. Is that sort of um, that sort of culture of not being afraid to ask for help? Yeah, like I I completely notice it in uh, with, with a lot of the teachers, and like I have been guilty of this as well, but. Say when it comes to like crunch time, right? Got you know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Grading. Three hundred papers to check, right? Like oh drama. It's usually at the instance of the principal or our department head um, to sort of remind us to ask for help from somebody if we feel like a deluge of papers is overwhelming already. Yep. You know because that's kind of the constant shall we say, plight of the teacher, right? And the constant plight of our principal is that not all of us submit our grades on time. <laughs> so, oh, that, to, that's an inevitability. And that's like, that's how... We're the black sheep of our university. Our college is the black sheep. Like, not only are we new, not only do we do things in a different manner, like, we really... One of the problems the admin has with us is... The uniform policy, because I just wear black sneakers instead of leathers or whatnot. And then when it comes to deadlines, we're always last. So, because what I always encourage, a way I encourage, uh, circumvent that, is I tell all my teachers, hey, let's allot this two days, three days, just to do the grading. And all of us are around together in the faculty room. So it's that environment, like, we're all doing the labor at the same time. Yeah. So Yeah, that's... That's something that really works. Like, to have a yeah. nice big table in the faculty room. Yeah, that's camaraderie. Our problem currently is we don't have our own faculty room because, again, the college just got established this academic year. Right. Yes. So we're supposed to transfer this coming school year 
but because of all these things and the viruses <laughs> and whatnot, like we already, I, we already got a memo that our new building will be delayed. Um, we we're supposed to move there August, but we might move October, November because of the earthquakes. Earthquakes. The, uh, January the Taal volcano earthquakes. Oh yeah. Oh right. Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, you're from the south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, which affected like they had to double check the integrity of the building because it's still under construction. The integrity of the building, worker safety, and all that. They had to double check and make sure. Like it was actually a good test because apparently they found out that there was no structural damage, but cleaning up and whatnot. Like there's some things they have to do. So. We found out we're going to be delayed. We might even move their second semester. But and then and, this happened. And then this happened. So and then... One more year. Yeah. And I've been clamoring because it's... I think it's a big morale boost for us. Especially, I have a bunch of kids who are artists. <clears throat> and then we got uh, clearance from the school admins that they, the students, can decorate our rooms. So the students are going to de- nice. decorate my office. And then... <laughs> The students are going to decorate the faculty room with the faculty. They're the ones who are going to paint the walls and whatnot. And the hallways. Oh, and fucking free labor, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, labor. Every labor that happens now is going to be credited towards their OJT credits. Free labor. Oh, okay. free, free labor. Free labor. <laughs> free They're going to get college credits. Free so. labor. Free labor. Points. So what's going to happen? Shout out X deals. Right, like what's what we gonna... do with our kids. Hey, uh, <laughs> you might want to help with like creating the infographics for the department. Um, but sir, blah, 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 blah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, I'll credits. Imaginary points candy. for your performance task. <laughs> no, what I call them to my teachers are CV stuffers. <laughs> CV stuffers. Hey, I like that term. CV stuffers. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. use that now, man. CV stuffers. <laughs> Yeah, it's a CV stuffer. Like, telling them, hey, you did this. Like, even the student. That's why I'm going to surprise that student. Like, didn't you know that the Discord, <laughs> making a Discord is... Uh, yeah. You called that. That could be put in your CV. What if you're applying for a community manager job? And then that company, say it's game company, they want to make a Discord community. And then you already know how to make one. And they're going to make the graphics as well and everything. So, like, yeah, that's a skill set. Why don't we have a Discord community? Well, we, we should, don't. huh? We should. <laughs> Don't, don't ask me to configure I mean, it. My students made mine. I'm not gonna give them credits for the, for making ours. It shouldn't be that hard to make a Discord channel. Right? Wait, yeah, it's, it's not like that Just create a new channel phone? and just publish it. All right. Uh, the problem is, you know, populating it with content because it's basically a social. All right. Network. So, John, two things you have to link: my Twitch page and the Discord <laughs> channel. All right. Uh, where's Discord? Discord. Discord. Alright. The new uh, channel 14 Discord. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, no, where, where, where is it? My god. Sorry. Do I have Discord Wait. on this laptop? Yeah. I don't remember my Discord password. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no. Because cause, um, it would be great to say, Martin, you can host community playdates. WWE community playdates or something. Right. Create the server. Or server name. Channel 14. Ooh. Channel 13. server? Uh, Are we ending the recording now? or? <laughs> Not really. What, 30, at, at 37 minutes? In, in a, a row? row? <laughs> <laughs> we can start a new one and create two episodes. <laughs> well, that is true. Is gonna, we're we're going to be speeding this up like nothing else. Wait, let me just send this to you guys. Wait. Wait. Let me On install Discord. Who are you sending this to? Telegram, dude. Telegram. Right. 
Oh, I have Discord, but I don't. Should we also make an official Telegram? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the name of that? Uh, uh, like Ubuntu Mate. They actually have like a, a Telegram channel. Like, I think it's like you, got, you huh. have like what, either a Telegram or a Discord because it's basically the same thing in a community. Yeah, community platform. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. nice thing about for for our purposes, nice thing about Discord is. Because uh, I, I don't want my, video a lo- games. I found out that a lot of my students were shy with regard to video games. Like I told them, some of you are gonna be in visual communication. Some of you might actually get jobs in the game industry. So you, you have the the earlier you, you understand, coming. yeah, that this industry is not for mm. geeks and nerds. It's for everyone. That it has to be professionalized. The better. Like you don't have to be shy talking about video games. Like, I play video games. But the moment you play video games in class, I will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I remember some of that, some of that crap that we did in college, or some of yeah, the crap I that did. I did in college. Yeah. Man, the philosophy, my, my philosophy of history class. There were two of us. There were two of us, and we still played games. I feel <laughs> sorry for our teacher. I remember that time Wait, in accounting class, AG. <laughs> yeah, Norm, TJ, and I. We were literally sitting in front, but we were just playing X Moto of all games, X Moto. <laughs> I mean, it's open source, but you know. <laughs> we had this history teacher that caught me playing something in the back, right? He's like, what are you doing? Taking notes, sir. And he's like, then why aren't you typing? <gasps> oh. Oh. Mind blown. <laughs> Should have been recording the presentation, sir. <laughs> but we were not as savvy as we were in our young adult lives full of vigor and vitality. Now we're just tired all the time. <laughs> yes. Now we're just angry at the world. No, we were angrier back then. Yeah, all the world weird. beat us. Right, we were angry it's back weird. then. Now we're just angry, like w- without the vitality, without the youth. Like it's what, yeah. what's all that's left? Anger at society. <laughs> Anger and tiredness. I still can't believe it. Up to now, it's still surreal that like the two of us. We became teachers. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Punk rock, dude. <laughs> is it really that surreal? No, it, is we it? are probably the last people who should be teachers. <laughs> Why? I'm probably one of the last Actually. guys in my course who should be in government in here. <laughs> <laughs> probably the last person to be oh, in media. Shit, that spike, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. All your golden boys and guess who's here? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then let's like not that. forget. Yeah, Norm's right. Dude with the narcolepsy works in media. <laughs> 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 so, like, right? So, well, you know, we accept the the work we think uh, we deserve. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, you know, um, Ag, I'm not, I'm not exactly surprised that we end up that. that that we ended up specifically in education. Uh, sometimes when students ask me, like, sir, why did you become a teacher? Uh, the, like, stock answer that I give them is because I'm a very angry person. But um, instead of taking to the streets and saying, like, tear down the government, tear down the government, I'd like to try to find a way to make sure that there is actual lasting change in our society. Huh? And seeing as the millennials and the boomers have screwed it all up, well, the hope is for you guys to come in, take over, and make the country a better place. And um, if I can have a hand in trying to make that happen, then that's an opportunity that I would take. Uh, 
which is kind of a good place to put the anger, you know? <laughs> no, I just tell them I did it for the money. And the fame. <laughs> teaching? <laughs> yeah, tell them, why did you teach? Sir, why did you start teaching? Tell them, it good paid. Money. I, don't, <laughs> money. I don't need to go freelance anymore. <laughs> then I answer with, because I don't want you bungholes messing it up when my kid becomes an adult. Right? Fair so point. That's the... Yeah, that's what, that's what I tell them. So do you have, then, then jumps to, so sir, do you have a kid? No, I plan to have one soon. Uh, we're planning, we're trying. And then becomes a different altogether conversation. Yeah. So, but yeah. at least it, what sticks to them was, okay, I'm a bunghole. TP for my bunghole. Yeah. The great portfolio. Now you do realize that if you were teaching in a high school, that would be child abuse. I know. But that's why, again, I'm not going to teach in high school. <laughs> You're smart, smart like, man. I, I realize, like, I'm such a... Uh, I thought I'm going to be JD when it comes to these things. But I've become such a Dr. Cox. Oh, I'm always yeah. angry. I thought I was going to be JD. But, like, I was no, weird. Man. No, because th- something happens to you when you're put in... When you're put in a teaching position, like something happens to you after your first like year, or whatever, you start growing into you start growing into the role, you know, and all of a sudden you find yourself growing up so much more while at the same time looking young. Oh gosh, you want a story? <laughs> young. There was um yeah. Speaking of youth, so here I am being new to the university. Not everyone, because I've been only been introduced to the higher admins and whatnot, being part of the, being a program chairperson. So, yeah. well, not everybody in the faculty of the different colleges know me. And one of the things I have to do in the start of the semester is, of course, make sure that my students go to their classes. Like, just a quick inspection, nothing super serious and whatnot. I have to make sure, hey, the classrooms I assigned to them, they're there with the teachers that they're assigned. So I was doing my rounds and whatnot, and in the first... For a freshman class, our freshman class in the first semester, first two months of the semester, are allowed to not yet wear uniforms, to wear casual, um, casual attire first. Right. And uh, remember, I told you I just wear sneakers, slacks, and um, polo tucked out. So yeah, yeah. And then I always bring a backpack with me because shoulder bags hurt my back. <laughs> like I'm at that age, <laughs> I have to bring a backpack. So lo and behold, I enter this classroom. And uh, with my ID, of course, but of course, it's yay small. And one of the older teachers in philosophy are like, Oh, hey, son, um, where's your uh, enrollment sheet? You sit down there with the rest of the class and whatnot. It was being my, being my first few weeks. I had no idea what to do. So I went and sat down in the class. <laughs> so they thought you were part of the class. <laughs> so while, uh, then I just said to, uh, yes, sir, I'm just going to sit down on the side. So I just, that's what I said, right? So a teacher's taking attendance. So how about you, Iho? So, ah, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a student. What the hell are you doing, sir? I'm the program chairperson for the College of Fine Arts and Design. Oh my god, <laughs> sir, I'm not, I'm sorry, what not, but you look so young. No, sir, I'm 32. <laughs> oh my god, what's wrong? So, yeah, and then the kids were startled. Because, of course, these are freshmen. We oh have the god, program director right program here. chairperson is here. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> He, he could stealthily sneak into places, which I tend to do a lot. Like, I always Stealth enter the back 100. room. Yeah, the start. They have no idea, especially if they're so busy with the class. Like, or, or preparing, they're busy at their notes. I'm going to sneak at the back. And then, what's up? 
I used to do that. Tap. Tap. So yeah. Uh, it's 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 it. Being in class or being in that environment, I didn't know that I would be fit there, but it kind of works. Six-hour commute sucks, though. <laughs> yeah, oh. from Mandaluyong to there, man. Yeah, oh. Mandaluyong to Cavite. <laughs> it's a totally, totally different world. Air's cleaner on the right side. Yeah, Air's man. cleaner, and then the volcano erupted. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so much for having clean air. Air's cleaner wins nicer. But yeah, other than that, teaching. And Witcher 3. This is the two things I'm doing a lot. And I was supposed to... I was supposed to actually... Want, you guys watched Lost, all of you, right? No. Yes. No, I, ah. I I never watched Lost. No, because John and I had this ongoing thing. If I start watching Lost, he has to start watching Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to watch... <coughs> yeah, I have to start Battlestar Galactica. But the thing is, I'm, um, one of the things my wife and I are currently watching uh, as entertainment is Battlestar Galactica. Like after this, oh. I plan on watching. I plan on nice. start to watch Lost so that Ja would go and watch Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> <laughs> which I did. Oh, you already did watch Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's alright. I mean, it's alright. It's alright. It's great. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You're on. Un- you being underwhelmed is like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I-, I watched. Uh, that episode Rah! of Today Fiance with Big Ed and Rosemary. <laughs> like, there's so many shows that uh, I don't want to bother. Like, it's just fatigue watching people recommend shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I just. Oh, okay. If so we yeah. actually have time. Like, screw binge watching shows. Listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, which Listen one I to <laughs> season one of Radio Norm out on torrent. It's been it's been out on torrent for like a long time, dude. Exactly. So those who are listening now and have yet, you can, can go you? to the links down below and torrent. Oh my god, another link! <laughs> <laughs> have you have you uh, Zhao, have you Shut tried up. have you tried putting radio norm episodes into a tarball or something? Uh, not not a tarball. It's, it's a it's what's a, a tarball? No, oh, it's a zip file. Okay. Yeah, it's a zip yeah, it's file. A... You can download the torrent on channel fourteen. Yeah, would have been nice as a tarball, <laughs> just because. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I should totally do that. Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll. Um, if you feel like having a Tarjiz version, then yeah. No star balls from the garden to the stars. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Something we can do. We should have you recorded, dude. Like, let's let's re- let's re-record Radio Norm. Like. Come up with a completely different like backing backing uh, backing music and like each of us record a different episode that we like. Okay. With our uh, own different like interpretation. I mean I still use the term Temple of Prophets. <laughs> <laughs> the inner coffee shop in your mind. I really love that episode where it was um, left, 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 right, left as um, the March of Modern Romance. <laughs> Whoa, that that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I it didn't was. hear that. It was. I think it was one of my that was a that was a really that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, like left, talking about left, right, left, um, swiping, that yeah. of swiping. Oh, the march of modern romance. Worthy of a slate dot com article. <laughs> I, I at the very least, medium could be its own freaking slate dot com article. Is that a good or, thing? Or uh, have a medium page? <laughs> <laughs> yes, very. Yeah, all the episode uh, scripts. Should be on Medium or something? Or like a newsletter? 
I'm into newsletter these days. Oh my god! Do you use Mailchimp? Uh, Mailchimp. No, Substack. I use Substack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Substack's better for me. So, all right. It's so but, the yeah. Discord server is up, and Norm uh, Norm has joined. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll uh, do all I'll those just, things later. I'll do this next time. I'm sorry. Uh, but some of the other quarantine things that I've done is like, you know, cast. You can watch party. Oh yeah. Cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of it casting. Cast. Yeah. K A S T. Like my friends, photo based friends, are okay. uh, telling me, "Hey, they should do a cast." I'm like, "Okay." And then we watch Midsommar, and then it's like, "It's hella beautiful movie," but you know, it's wicked uh, disturbing, horror. dude. Yeah, it's horror, but not the horror you expect. It's it's what actually okay. Like- one of those, one of those shows, uh, one of those movies where the horror is actually you, like that's. What yeah, there you go. What? <laughs> like one of those like, us style films, right? Like, yeah, the horror is you, pretty much. It's like you know, the, the winner is, is you. you. <laughs> so it's like Ninja Robots. The power is you. You're yep. in the machine. Exactly. Yep. Nice. But instead of like power, it's it's horror. Yeah, it's it's worth horror your time. Um, I'm not You're sure if it, it's gonna stick to you. Because that's the problem I have with modern media. Okay. It's yeah, so hard. Just too much. Yeah, there's so many things that not everything will stick. Bless you. Bless you. Sorry about uh, that. I hope that did not stick on your screen. <laughs> it's in my t-shirt. Ba-doom. Ew. Oh, <laughs> it's all right. We're in <laughs> quarantine. We're to, safe. Apparently, you're supposed to cough into your shoulder or something. We're safe. Your elbow, right? We're socially distancing each other from in miles anyway. Yeah. No, I... I I do the dab thing. It still oh, creates noise. Nice. God damn, you're so old, dude. Dabbing. Huh. Dabbing. No, that when you dab on your so that you when you sneeze or cough, you dab. Yeah, I mean, like you're supposed to yeah. have to dab or something. You're not yeah. supposed to go all the way out. Yeah, you're just supposed <laughs> half to your arms are doing a dab. <laughs> right? Like if you go, if you go, if you go full out dab, like. Well, that's that's something that I've gotten from like a lot of my students. What? Like a lot of them are. <laughs> they consider themselves meme lords and ladies. So, like, oh. I've been sort of up to date with all of that crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, they were surprised that I know and reference all the memes. <laughs> like, without them asking and without me volunteering. Yeah. <laughs> they're telling, it's, it's hey, I'm... Yeah. But then, the, like, the weird thing with me specifically is, um, and sort of... My students, because they're, what, 17, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, they see me as much older than I actually am. Or, you know, they they see me as a lot older than I actually feel, right? Like, to to the 16, 17, 18-year-old mind, like, the teacher in his 30s might as well be the teacher in his 50s, right? It's sort of of that perception. So Uh it's really weird when I start like using younger language like it, it becomes sort of like when your mom started using Facebook back in the day I get the feeling that that's what those kids feel uh, when I like start you know that you know that meme where what's happening kids and Steve Yushemi with the skateboard and oh yes camp. yes what's exactly. happening fellow kids <laughs> yeah because as opposed to um, as opposed to in a collegiate level where of course they're a bit older they're pushing their 20s um and then they realize, hey, he's just only 10 years older than us. Yeah. So, so, and I'm currently at an early age. And most of my faculty is at their 
just mid twenties because most of them are taking their MA and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So there's no distance between the age, which is a blessing in itself. And a in curse. the sense, yeah, a blessing in the sense that the age gap is not as far. It's not as cringy when I pull off the coffin meme to them, <laughs> or when I told them, "Hey, I was there." When you guys were not even making rage faces. You have no idea what rage faces are. Get off are. my lawn! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, our memes were different back then to your memes now. Like, yep. even your newfangled memes. Now they yeah. Like, I, I'm Reddit not some not virgin Chad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not some Chad. <laughs> but, um, and then, you know, it's, yes, it's, it's Chad. The, the biggest challenge, again, going back, is that it's just connecting with them is so hard. Yeah. That's, that's the challenge. Like, I didn't know if we were like that back then, but because... The, the, my conclusion is that we're not like that back then because we are nerds. Well, dorks, specifically. Yes. Like, we actually like studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually like studying. We actually like consuming media. I, I mean, I... To an extent, making media. I mean, I, I'd like to argue that we were, mm. like... The, in a way, the transition generation, like everything was new for us. In the same way that everything was new for the world, parang Transitioning from paper to no. digital is that, that's our generation's milestone. Hey, yeah, hey, uh, hey, but, hey, 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 kids these days don't seem to like technology in their education, calling for mass promotions and canceling of online classes. Can I? Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm specifically talking about <laughs> our group. Taking a stab, Norm. sorry, sorry, taking a stab at, like, I know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like putting context with AG's how we we were exciting with learning as everything was brand new. We were trying out webinars way back when JSTOR was digital books, and I was that was new. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Norm. It's only our group that is like that. Yeah, because the rest of them yeah. were just as disconnected, I think, as exactly. a lot of the students now. Because most of them would rather hang out in Mint and BGC than actually, yeah, you know. Hey, let's have coffee and talk about this new movie that we've just watched. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, let's mess up with our friend's head that Max Payne is actually good when it's one of those awful things ever. I love that. That was hilarious. I like, love we, that. we, we go through those things of intellectual gymnastics, of reading. Like, each and every one of us had different forms of reading entertainment that we liked. Like, I can remember TJ with, the, what do you call that? His old samurai novel. It's like, oh, what the man. hell, man? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, dude, it was like, it was like we would go out and consume the odd alcoholic beverage because we fancied ourselves as, like, the inklings, you know? Yeah. It was like... So, we actually like learning and getting into the things we like. And I realized that we were unique in that manner. We were yeah. special snowflakes in that manner, if you will. <laughs> and yeah, most yeah. kids in our age were not like that. And you wonder why we ended up becoming teachers. <laughs> because my art didn't sell. <laughs> we were early adopters. Oh my god. Yes. Way too early. <laughs> Way too early, Jesus. Way, Way too early. Too Actually, man, wh- wh- when did our first podcast come out? 2013. Yeah. That wasn't. Yep. That was way before people in this country were into podcasts. <laughs> now everybody's yeah, like mean, podcast, podcast, podcast. And now everybody's a, a podcaster. Just podcast our, network, guys. Just remember when Norm? we took our hiatus, was when people started getting into podcasts. Everybody so started podcasting like two years ago. Started, <laughs> which is which is when we were on our hiatus. And, God damn it! And now practically <laughs> everyone has a podcast. 
Uh-huh. No, it's just funny because uh, somebody messaged me um, who wants to do a podcast on this and that. I told them, I, I used to make podcasts. Like, Where, when? 2013. Where were you back then? <laughs> it's like, what? How do you? How come you know most of these things? Because, because we started with nothing. I'm an intellectual <laughs> genius. <I told> <laughs> we started when podcasting was hard. <laughs> yep. You know, when PayMaya wasn't there to sponsor You have to have your own website. You have to have your own server. It was all separate. And you had to pay for everything. So nobody wanted. No, I mean, it's good. I don't want to do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> we were one of the earliest podcasts. And one of the earliest podcasts in the Philippines to have a Patreon. <laughs> Actually, yeah. We currently have one patron, guys, for $1. So you can also be a $1 patron. <laughs> so you can be our second Patreon. Well, let's, let's, we can yeah. have like a milestone if they have a limited Patreon. They can give me topics to make of a for Radio Norm, and I'll be I'll do it. Fun, fine. So <laughs> if I will be a patron, you could give I can give you topics. Sure, yeah, that'll be my challenge. Yay! <laughs> that'll be my Radio Norm challenge. Man, I still Patreon think exclusive. I, I still think we should put out Radio Norm as an album, dude. Not as like a one off, one off, like singles. Yeah, n- not not as a podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's the the format. Yeah, the format. Too, I think it, it should be yeah. It should be a spoken word album. Yeah, a spoken word singles. Well, have to be like uh, how do we promote it? Like uh, uh, on YouTube video. <laughs> I have a captive audience. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you got 300 kids there. I got like 300 kids. We announced radio now. I could. Yeah, we we could be recorded. It's fine. Yay. We could just somehow drop it in class that, oh yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are still relevant, though. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Ah, timelessness. Dude, you don't know, have this one student. timelessness. <laughs> Evergreen content, student which is Radio Norm. Actually went through all of our Third World Linux episodes. Dang. Oh yeah, you're a student, right? Uh-huh. And um, what he did was he... Clipped out all of like the, <laughs> not, not all, like a lot of the stuff that I said, right? Like blackmail material. No, he, he made a he made a Mr. Etienne's voice pack. That was so funny. <laughs> all the sound bites in one place. Yeah, dude, the sound bites like freaking government. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would do if I, I was in charge. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I was teaching the Constitution then, so it was really cool. Like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that we talked about on Third World Linux when we were getting into our like angrier moments, right? Like it ended up coming out on this Mr. Tianza voice pack that was circulating throughout the class. And man, wait till it I'm, becomes a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, man. repack it until it's like freaking, 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 freaking government. <laughs> Did they at least have <laughs> like the an do things for love part? <laughs> I have no idea. Now somebody's gonna make a SoundCloud album out of your voice. <laughs> that, that's how you know you made it when they make memes from you. <laughs> I don't give don't give AG students ideas, man. <laughs> oh, let them! I'd probably give them extra credit for it. I'm actually I actually told them to credit memes. I told my faculty, credit memes. They I'll be created. I'll be saving them for when AG inevitably becomes part of the Ched. <laughs> I won't no me? I won't be part of Ched. <laughs> if I became 
If I became part of Ched, oh my god, that'd be the end of the country's education as we know it. Actually, it would be really freaking cool. Is I, it the if, end? Dude, dude, you aim for Ched. You aim for Ched, I aim for Dep Ed. And, like, we ruin. Meet in the middle. And we ruin the Philippines education system. Memes are sorry, graded, guys. everyone. Memes are graded. Sorry, guys, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in the government. Got you covered, guys. <laughs> then we have Norman Media. So at least we have our very own propaganda machine. <laughs> I shudder to think this will be used yeah. as uh, like historical record 40 years from now. Oh no, this is the seeds. What you have now is the uh, seeds of the revolution. Viva la resistance. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> it's not like this is going to be stored on an archive.org or a Wayback Machine, right? <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> On the internet, everything's forever. Can I marry these Jow sound bites? Man, those were so, that was so cool. And, you know, they had a... They had, like, a... Something that I have them do is um, sit in a circle and have a discussion and have, like, the rest of the class watch that discussion. Uh, a, Harkness, a Harkness circle of, of sorts. And um, what this kid did... And I have so much respect for this guy. What he did was he brought a speaker. And he essentially had a soundboard of me. And whenever they wanted to make a point, they would have it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so it, you know, it was really cool. It was, it was insanely creative. And, um, and, and I think that, and, and I think that guy, like, is starting a podcast at some point. Then that's good. Yeah. He actually, Started a podcast after listening and getting sound clips from your podcast. I don't know why, but there's a certain episode of Third World Linux that keeps on getting viewed for the past couple of years. Which one? I have no idea, but <laughs> while I'm checking it, you gotta tell me what's. Can you uh, oh tell God. me what happened after that soundboard thing? I'll check it right now while you're saying. Gods, don't ever change. No one ever changed my. This was a long time ago, though. This long time ago, like two years ago, maybe two years there ago, when is... the student did that. Oh yeah, you, we talked about it in this po- in this podcast, huh? Yeah, that's that's how long we've been doing this, dude. I'm recycling material. <laughs> uh, what other interesting thing happened in my life? Oh, Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Japan. You were able to go while it was still relatively safe. Yeah. Uh, Cherry blossoms were great. Like, it really was an experience. Better in Japan than in Korea. Okay. Like, uh, not everybody was paranoid. We were paranoid. Like, Shibuya, the time we were there, was insanely crowded. And my wife and I were like, let's not do the crossing. <laughs> nope. Yeah. But you can do the crossing now. Not much people. Then we always have alcohol in our hands and masks on all the time. Right, right. Okay. And because it was weird at that time, um, it was a cloud hanging over us. Because we were the one who were really nervous, but like, for in behalf of Japan, because like you guys are not taking any precautions whatsoever. The, <laughs> well, it one... was so bleak though when we arrive. Because when we arrive, we're the only flight in. Yeah. Like I'm so used to seeing airports bustling, full of people moving around. Like there was just us. <laughs> it's Only you. like 10 people in a huge 737, I guess. 
that arrived and there's just only 10 people and then it's like insanely empty yeah okay. which means you had more time with the sniffing dogs <laughs> <laughs> sniffing dogs <laughs> actually the, the bomb dogs because they have to sniff the oh. luggages and whatnot i see like the guards uh the japanese guards actually allowed us to spend more time with the doggos which is great oh. but <laughs> yeah it was um what was it? The sort of initial response of Japan wasn't exactly great, right? With uh, nope. Uh, what was it? With with uh, the Diamond Princess, right? That, that was the name of the cruise ship. Yeah, they that was uh, they bungled that up. That's why the entire island of Hokkaido has been closed. Entire We're northern fine. Japan has been closed because they bungled. Yeah, they bungled that up, and all the other things like there were low cases in um, Tokyo, in Kyoto, in the places we've been, Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka. There has been low number of cases. Actually, a lot of tourists. But now it's starting to blow up. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Like early, um, early, early maps that showed the numbers of um, cases per country had an entire separate like statistic for the Diamond Princess. Yeah, it was that's, essentially that's its own easy country. Nine hundred. Right? Yeah, it was easy nine hundred people. <laughs> well, anyway, um, Japan's great though. Like Osaka is really like they call it the food basket. Of Japan for some so, weird reason. Food, food there is so of, good though. Food is so freaking amazing. Like we accidentally stumbled upon a Michelin takoyaki stand, Ooh. like a takoyaki place with a Michelin star. So, all right then, and it was like you know one of those um what do they call this shokugeki no kyojin no shigeki no that's a takoyaki titan um shokugeki no soma still relevant yeah shokugeki no soma. Yeah, the cooking thing, cooking master boy, all that. When they eat food and then you have a foodgasm, that's literally what we experience. Like, what the hell is that's... this demon dream? The, the divine Oni gave us that's a nice food. way to describe like, Japan. Uh, uh, yeah, Osaka. Yeah, <laughs> very racist. But yeah, um, Osaka food's great. Kyoto is my favorite. I thought Tokyo. I, I thought I'd fell in love in Tokyo. Tokyo is just too stressful. <laughs> oh man, Tokyo. But there last year it's insane I it's insane there. it's too much it's just too much that's why Kyoto was the perfect balance good air decent transportation food's great neighborhood's nice it's not as crowded but Tokyo is in just insane it's, like, it's the type of city that make you feel like an ant yes like you're insignificant that's 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 what Tokyo feels like the city's so huge um, public transport's still decent, but it still can't keep up, in my opinion, with the amount yeah. of people using it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It still can't keep up. But, um, and, and the funny th- observation I had in, with Japan in general was that when I look at pictures of people in Japan, especially Japanese photographers, like, oh man, why do Japanese images in Instagram as well? Like, why do they overuse? Why, why are they, like, the blues are so saturated? Why is everything so saturated? Mm. Why do they use this filter? Then when I get there, oh god, it's not a filter. <laughs> it's, it's really blue. Yeah, it's Pink really it. blue. Like the sky, the the place, how Japan looks like in pictures, how it's all saturated, good colors, like overly saturated colors. Nope, it's true. That's how Japan is. I'm like, okay maybe, then. Maybe they just really have the the golden ratio of locations. Yeah, um, like places where God gave good light <laughs> in planet Earth. Pretty much around that that's area. That's pretty much yeah. Pretty much Japan, California. Right. They gave God gave such a good light to California, and uh, 
Japan, California, and Africa. Like, why are the light in those places so good? But Africa, Always. like the whole continent? Southern. Like, you know those... That's why wildlife photography in Africa is always nice. Because okay. the horizon and whatnot. I, I have a feeling it's because of how it's tilted in the axis of the... I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, for me, those are three places. And um, a friend argues Arizona also gets good light. Eh, I guess. Yeah, because it's a... Well, it's a desert. But, like, just yeah. good light all around. California, that golden Desert. Thing. Yeah, it's great. And then Japan is the saturated colors. Like it's insane. An emotional desert. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I might use that. Stuff. Sorry, sorry. When I was in Japan with some of my students, um, one of the big takeaways that I had was they they were all like really impressed with the way that Japan worked. And I was like, yeah, Japan, um, Tokyo, Tokyo actually, Tokyo specifically. Mm. Tokyo is amazing. It's a city that works where um, everybody is like a, everybody fits in as a cog in the machine. But something that I noticed when we ate at a ramen place um, was it is one of the, it was one of those bar style like tables, and uh, you had like little walls uh, next like dividing up the tables, which is you know easy enough to remove. But the default setting was to have um, that barrier. Yeah, like walls next to you and. And uh, the big takeaway that I had there was in in, in Japan. It's really easy to um, it's it's really easy to be alone. Okay? Like if you are um, if you are against the idea of a wider community, no place better than Tokyo for you to live out your life day to day. Again, you know, as a as as an ant feeling insignificant, or like as a as, as a cog in the machine that is Tokyo and Yokohama. I don't know. No, that's why I prefer Kyoto. Because Kyoto has that home here vibe. Right. It still feels like a rural community. People check up on each other. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's just like kind of depressing to think about. No, it, it, that's why I'm not surprised with all the... In in Tokyo and all those cases of um, suicide and whatnot. Like, it's yeah. kind of bleak, yes. But it's weird. I don't know how that happened for their society. Such a big city. Everyone's around. But, you know. I think it was one of your theories back then that the bigger the city is the harder it is for people to actually communicate, to connect with each other. Yeah. I don't know. On a, on a lighter note, um, I'm not sure if there are a lot of lesbians in Tokyo. <laughs> or the girls there are just really touchy to each other. Touchy? What do you mean? Yeah, they, they, they're really touchy. They're really intimate in public. Ooh. Or it's just me reading into it. <laughs> Probably just you reading into Could it. Could yeah. be just you. Yeah. Me, my wife also like, you're just reading into it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, speaking of reading, I've read the stats. Uh, one of the most viewed episodes of Third World Linux is episode 119 and episode 120. They were both posted in February 2017. They kept being Wait. viewed for some reason a lot. Those what? are probably like the most recent one. <laughs> oh, no. The, the most recent one was the stuff you did. like the Linux or Linux? 14. Wait, let me let me let me take a look at that. I'm curious. I can share screen. Yeah, no, um, I can't. favorite. I'm, I'm just, let me just look at print the screen. A favorite. Going back to Japan trip a bit. A favorite of mine Japan, was Japan. going to an onsen. Was a Ooh. was a great experience. Like hot bath and the yeah, yeah. Were there it was monkeys? a great experience. And then a traditional we got since there the the onsen didn't have uh, a lot of guests at the time. Uh-huh. We get uh, we got a traditional kaiseki dinner. The chef prepared Ooh. for us and my wife because they found out nice. in our in a ryokan. Mm-hmm. 
So, which was really an experience. Uh, it was great. Like, a lot of... St- we, we, we got a lot of people treating us well when they tell us, oh, what brings you to Japan? And we tell them, oh, it's our honeymoon. Oh my god, here, have this. Like, oh, great. <laughs> so, okay, like, here was thinking it's because there was nobody there because of the whole COVID thing. No, 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 no. There's, yeah. There was... Um, Tokyo was still full of tourists. At that time, Kyoto had a good number of local tourists, actually. Um, my wife and I got mistaken for locals a lot, um, a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not, not surprised. Not surprised. Right? Like, funny was this white guy, because I was wearing um, a lot of uh, Peak Design products. I had a Peak Design backpack strap and all those th- things, like camera equipment for those who don't know. And then there's one guy who approached me in Japanese, ah, I love something, 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 Peak Design. I just said, yeah. <laughs> then he walked away. <laughs> so like this white guy talking to me, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> just speaking English. <laughs> anyway, so. And then... Another favorite thing, Anna Airlines. My God, super amazing! Like, wow, because you went Anna Airlines going back. Like, right. shout out to all Nippon their Airways. flight attendants. Yeah, all Nippon Airways. Amazing service, man. Um, a great airplane. Amazing service. Like, you don't feel dehumanized. <laughs> like, you don't feel like a slab of meat traveling inside a steel cage <laughs> and thirty thousand feet in the air. Which, incidentally. Would be a great WWE match stipulation. <laughs> well, they have a stipulation now that climbing the corporate the ladder top of the HQ, right? The yeah, climbing ladder. the corporate ladder. Jesus Christ! After firing eighty people, oh my god, the audacity! Oh my god, Zack Ryder. <laughs> I like that description. A slab of meat traveling at thirty thousand feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, because that's how most <laughs> airplanes treat you. You know it. You're basically a spam. Can being hurled at speeds you're not supposed to be hurled at. Yeah, but Anna Airways, yeah. the plane was it's an amazing it airline. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, the seats are not cramped, and then the food was really great, and then they constantly check up on us and whatnot. And since we're the only, uh, there, there are a few people there. The flight attendants did small talk to us and whatnot. They didn't bump you up to like business class or something. Uh. We're premium economy, and that was our ticket anyway. Oh yeah, but just nobody was there. They didn't bump you up to like business class nah. or something. Nah, this is kind of too much. <laughs> they don't wanna... Hey, you know, AG Demesa presents business class one part two. So <laughs> burn that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was anyway? But uh, that's it. Life has been very eventful. A lot of things. Lots and lots of things. Happening, yeah. Happy that I'm getting quote unquote free time, <laughs> time that we should have had, but then we had to show up for a four hour commute. Yeah. Thanks, Manila. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't really noticed. We should, uh, uh, we should really like talk on the class record and yes, we probably and, probably like, should. post it on Third World Linux as well. <laughs> I'm not sure on Yay! Third World Linux. I haven't done anything Linuxy. In three years or so. Yeah, that's, that's fine, dude. Just record something on the class record and release it in the third world Linux feed just for fun. <laughs> just to show the world that you're still alive. Yeah, dude. Hey, yes. we're alive. Yes. Yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> we're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never stop being friends. <laughs> Life gets in the way of third world Linux. Yeah. Growth. Uh, <laughs> but no, one of the... Oh, no, go ahead. 
one of the things I want to like write about in my newsletter um, is, of course, predictions on what's going to happen in the Philippine photography scene after this and the death of responsibility. What do you mean? The um, death of responsibility? Yeah, because... Um, well, the other, that's the other topic. But the main topic I want to tackle on death of responsibility is students clamoring for mass promotion. Dude, let's um, talk about that. Then work asking for suspensions and whatnot. And um, what do you call that? To just give handouts uh, when you can be fully capable of contributing to the economy and all people focusing on welfare. It's like... I get it. I get it. Not everyone can do that, but for those who can, should, right? Uh, yeah. That's why it's, it's that's why I like to call it the death of responsibility because nobody wants to do stuff anymore, and doing yeah. stuff is actually nice. <laughs> it's um. What, what do you call it? It's it is. Um. The, the way that I read it is people have started to make general rules out of exceptions. Yeah. Right. Like the exception is. What you know? The exception is a, uh, uh, a a check from the government. Right? That should be the exception, but that has sort of so, somehow become the general rule. That's you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, then again, what do I say at the every end of third world Linux episode? I do things because I love them. So, <laughs> right? Should give a clue on how how I view things in life. Yeah. So uh, anyway. since you mentioned since you mentioned your newsletter, how can people sign in? <laughs> yes. Um, what is the newsletter about, and how do people sign? Oh, up? it's the because you know my other project, the reading photographs blog oh, yeah. that I used to run. Because uh-huh. I realized I only get like for per post, I only get like fifty readers and whatnot. Yeah. So which is better? And then there is an impending threat that Tumblr. Impending threat. I said that in such a that will shut down. Shut down. Yeah, Tumblr might shut down in the coming social network. Yeah, if it survives in the next two three years, Tumblr's lucky. So, and I host my site on Tumblr. So, as a transition point, I newsletter. A newsletter. I think that might be the future for a lot of smaller exactly. publications, depending on the scale. But exactly, Where's since your... I realize. How My do... readership is less than 100. All right. So when I have a post, up? I get an average of 50. But in the newsletter, I get 150. Like, what the hell? Why is this more than before? So, so, so I audience. Oh. Yeah. What's, uh, for, for the people who don't know, for, for everybody else who isn't part of the 100, <laughs> what's reading photographs about? What's the scope? Uh, and, my blog on analyzing, observing, and uh, critical writing on Philippine photography. All right. And what can they expect from your newsletter? Expect nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, get everything. Like it. No, no. It's pretty much obs- uh, currently what I try to do is observations mm-hmm. on what's currently happening on the Philippine photography scene. Like I recently wrote about my experiences or my point of view of what happened in the art fair or the Philippine art fair, especially the photography section, um, and upcoming projects mm-hmm. and observations. That's what the newsletter is. Because in the blog, that's where I post. The actual reviews, well, not reviews. I don't want to call them review. Um, analysis of books, of All right. photo books. And, and, so, and moving forward, one of the things you might be looking into is how the social distancing policies are going to be changing the the, the environment of photography. Of Filipino, yeah, of Philippine uh, photography. specific to the Philippine context, especially because right now, um, I'm also 
constantly looking at how people are consuming images. That's part of the things, uh, part of the thing I'm doing. And of course, you have to look at how images are made currently. All right, I think I'm signed in to the newsletter. But how 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 do I find it again? <laughs> on the website? <laughs> it's gonna be in the show notes. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> on the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, reading photographs. Sorry. But if you search reading photographs, Substack should appear. It okay. should. <laughs> Substack. Any alternate links, just in case? Ah, yeah. Any reading photographs.substack.com. That will be in the show notes too. It's gonna be in the show notes. <laughs> and then subscribe. I don't have a set schedule for it because again, it's one of the things I do every so often. Is, is there like a link somewhere on your blog? <laughs> No. <laughs> Why not? Because, <laughs> no, again, it's a niche audience. If, uh, my philosophy for it is if you want or seek this information, you'll have you it. You will find like, it. It's in my Facebook. Yeah. It's in my... Um, it's just page? linked in my Facebook page, the Reading Photographs, dot, uh, Reading Photographs Facebook page, on Reading Photographs Instagram, mm-hmm. and on my Twitter, at AGDemessa. I think it's all nice. linked in there. All right, it then. should be a pinned post somewhere there. Oh, pin tweet. A pin or tweet. Yeah, pin, pin tweet, tweet okay, somewhere sorry. there. But all else... <laughs> Again, that's what I like about the newsletter than running an actual blog. That could be a TWL topic that we can talk about. Alrighty yeah. then. But yeah. But enough about me. I've been talking about me for a Fast few out. hours now. <laughs> How about all this of is... you guys? How are you doing? Well, um... It's 12 a.m. here. Uh, <laughs> really Christ. ready for some breakfast. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. Just excited for a week. Scared for COVID. But excited for everything else. <laughs> what a way of saying you're excited for the week in a very somber, <laughs> morose manner. I'm excited for the week. <laughs> yes, I can sense the excitement. He's practicing his radio norm voice. Electrifying excitement. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. I've been, uh, what was it? I've been trying out different personas, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, uh, what persona are we talking about? No, pers- it was it? Was, uh, game? From, from Radio Norm, and then uh, when I went on hiatus, there was uh, uh, the attempt at uh, that, uh, thatguy.com, and then it felt a little too serious and a little too pretentious, so. Okay. Tw- um, uh, and a little too expensive. So. <laughs> Oh, Maintaining what? a website is expensive, everybody. <laughs> oh, right. That's true. So, That's true. Anyway. So, uh, I, was, I was trying to go for a less serious vibe, but I, I don't know if that's going to work at uh, what is decoy machine. So, we'll see how that plans out. As always. And Does it have a URL link right now? Decoy machine. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's just a yeah, medium just, blog. I'm trying to figure out put how to show notes on the group chat. Put them in the Discord. Put them in the Discord. I'll, I'll put them on the Discord. It's it's gonna be like. Uh, I think we should. All, I'll, I'll I'll try to put the links in the Discord and explain uh, and help you social manage. Ciao. Okay. <laughs> then we'll see if we need a Facebook page for Ciao. <laughs> Well, Jobber Talk has a Facebook no. page. We can rebrand it as Channel 14. Like, no, Jobber Talk's kind of dead. Like, <laughs> Why not? I, one oh. of the things that annoyed me. There's a me. reason. There's a reason. Yeah. But that, that was that was one of the one of the founding principles of <laughs> Third World Linux <laughs> was no Facebook page. 
Okay. So all social media except for Facebook, or are we limited to the dark web of social media? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because but you guys post is, stuff on Twitter before. I was supposed to actually close down my Facebook entirely so that I don't have a Facebook for class for for my work. But um, I have to handle because we don't have a secretary yet. I have to handle. Or college's Facebook page. And you can't well, handle it as... Without a Facebook yeah. so you <laughs> Without have a to, Facebook account. Yeah, because you gotta keep it, man. It's... And then I had some students who, of course, hunted me down and locked me up there. And I had to edit and curate and hide all my emo pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, welcome to welcome to the education profession, sir. <laughs> like, when they saw join Facebook... 2007, like, oh my god, they're only six years old at the time. So, so was Facebook. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. They were only six year olds at the time. And then, that's why, like, when I reference certain things, and it happened to our dear friend Joy as well, when he referenced certain things and the students didn't get in, there was like, oh yeah, you weren't born yet. Like, I referenced Lord of the Rings in one of the things, and there's like, oh, you weren't born. Like one of oh, the snap. Yeah, and then yeah. one of the things that yeah. kind of I felt insulted. How dare you when when like I had a student, oh you know what? This movie The Matrix is such a classic. It's great. How dare you call it a classic? It's not it's oh, it's twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a Actually, movie. I had that sort of feel um when like uh the one of the student orgs, they have a band, right? So the students have a band. And um we're I was playing the guitar, and uh, one of the students is like, um, "Sir, do you know how to play any punk rock?" It's like, "Do I know how to play punk rock?" Like, you know. And I should have um, said a bit. You should have said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I mean, of course, right? Like, yeah, sort of played down, like, yeah, even yeah. shredded, yeah. So, <laughs> good thing I, sort of good thing I was a little low key about it because, um, dude was like, "Oh, you know, like 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 old school stuff, sir." I was thinking, you know, what, what is old school punk rock? Dude? The Clash and Pistols, right? Yeah. And he says something like, um, Fallout Boy. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Child. <laughs> <laughs> or like freaking My Chemical Romance. Like, child. And then I realized, like, yeah, you were four when, <laughs> when that album came out. <laughs> I've been sharing stupid stuff since you were a baby. <laughs> since your parents were still trying to meet each other. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a, a a line a line that I used in class at one point was even before you were a twinkle in the eye of your father. I still don't understand that saying. I know what it's trying to say. It, it's better than what I wanted to use. Because the thing I wanted to use was um, I was already doing this before you were a seed of your parents. <laughs> Before your father was implanting you into a seed, but I can't use that because I think that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you know, I remember that classic Vince McMahon line, and the product of my semen. So, <laughs> yes. To describe Shane, it's like well, things are yeah. things are different now, huh? Yeah. Again, I can't use those things apparently, but you know. <laughs> I, I want you to could use a Vince McMahon meme yeah, because I can. it's like I just... uh, the, it was me all along. Oh. It's still a bit. I mean, oh, when I made I made that um, I made a meme in our class that got like 
reach outside the walls of our university, where um, the graphic design is my passion type. I think I showed you it, Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I made that, and then the students didn't know it came from me. They thought it was from some students. Then they nice. realized it came from me. It's like, it was me. It was me all it was along. Me all along. <laughs> so I, ha- I managed to say that. They didn't get the reference, of course, but <laughs> I was so happy that I get to use those lines. But then at some point, um, and yeah, and then after they figure out it came from you, they're like, "Oh, this meme isn't cool anymore." <laughs> yeah, no, it came the, from a teacher. It came the, from a teacher. The hashtag Yay CFAD has become now like the rallying cry, like of their school events and some CFAD, like say our competition and a student from our college is they cheer Yay CFAD, Yay CFAD. I'm like, and then my boss slash dean looks at me and says, "What have you done?" <laughs> like. You hired me. You said build a culture. Not this culture. <laughs> like, they're artists. What do you expect? You hired an artist to do this thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... It's gonna be unique, AG. <laughs> well, they, they, they appreciated it. The one line that I challenged myself, if I could find a way to use it, there's two. Um, the For me, it was a Tuesday. And Bison oh. line. And uh, bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. So. I was thinking about the M. Bison line, like, you know. The day you were born you was the best day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. No, when, when somebody complains to me when this is difficult. Line. No, for me, I know. When somebody says, like, oh, sir, this is difficult. Why is this blah, 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 blah. Huh. You think this project, uh, doing to you, doing this project, is already the most momentous day of your life. To me, looks at my watch. Say it's a Tuesday. Hopefully it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Just gonna say that to them. And then I want to bleed in class. I don't know how that's gonna happen. Say if I get a nosebleed randomly. And then, sir, you're bleeding. Bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> like, yeah, I like that. It's a perspective of difficulty. Because it's only difficult because it's relative to whatever you've experienced so far. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, that's why I, I keep telling them. Like, you think you're having a difficult time now? Wait until you have to do this every week for your boss. Parang, so get used to it. Putting it into context, it's only the most difficult thing you're doing right now. Right now. Yeah. And eventually, once you do this, you know you can do it again and again and again and again. Which is um, a habit. Like I tell them to build those um, habits and mindsets. Uh, like One of the things that stuck to the students I said in a speech in one of the org, uh, the creative orgs that stuck to them and I told them, um, work like an artist think like a scientist because as an you have your outputs like you are an, an artist but like a, but science relies on data on constant repetition on um, what do you call that on constant testing and trial and error and making sure everything is in correct order for as opposed to art where it's always constant yeah let's do this experiment blah 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 rock and roll but I told them to have a process, have a system. So the Joe M. Antonio method. Yeah. I'm actually ripping off most of his playbook. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing a lot of that as well. (laughs) I mean, just so happens we had a good teacher, so might as well. (laughs) One Uh, of the best, hands down. Yeah, so the two teachers I I rip off a lot is my math teacher, shout out to Mom Burley, high school math teacher, uh, and then the Joe M., of course. Two teachers I rip off a lot. Yeah. Shout out to them. So it's pretty ah! much that. And then, and then that speech <laughs> actually. <yeah. laughs> that's, 
Yeah. <laughs> that speech I made actually made them realize, oh, so that's why we're learning general education. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think you're going to get your topics from? Who do you think you're going to interact? You think you're going to interact with artists all this time? Nah. How can you justify to the accounting department that your video will generate profit? That your video You know, will we're struggling with that problem now. <laughs> Exactly. So I told them, you have to, yeah, I told them you have to justify that to an accounting department. And that accounting person, if they didn't listen to their general education art history classes, wouldn't see the value of what you're doing. That's why I'm telling you that even if you're annoyed at your chemistry classes, <laughs> understand the point of view of what it's like to be in the science department. Then at the same time, use that learning and education as fuel, as material, to what you're going to do as when you're an artist. Like, ooh... Then I, I wanted to say mga bobo, but I can't because I was also an idiot back then. So, <laughs> like, I don't know, Jao, if you use that as a metric, like what you were as a student and what you are now as an educator. Like, what do you was mean? Was I like this How's back that? then? Like, you all, do you always check yourself? Was I like this of back course. then? Was of I course. like this back then? Yeah. And it, forms, and, and it informs a lot of how I um, interact and, and uh, handle my students. Because, like, I, I will... I will admit that I was one of the worst students that, that, that I can sort of imagine. And if uh, my teachers were able to put up with me, then I should be able to put up with, like, you know, some of the tougher kids. Uh, treat some of those tougher kids in the same way that my teachers somehow treated me. Or the teachers that uh, were good treated me. And I like to think that we were kind of like different kinds of problem kids when we were students. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we'd be... But, but we're weird in the classroom, but it's grades wise. <laughs> we're not really, we weren't really an issue. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. An issue depends with grades. On the subject, yeah, depends on the subject. But yeah, that's correct. Our grades weren't really an issue. It's how we conducted ourselves in class. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it shows like that we had so much fun. Although the funny thing is that um, I, I try to always subvert student expectations. Uh, a la Ryan Johnson. <laughs> like, you think this is a graphic design class surprise? It's a class about life. No, I'm just kidding. It's mock playbook. <laughs> oh, because yeah, like Ryan Johnson. Wait, because one of the that things guy? that yeah, uh, one of the things that okay. surprised our students for their typography class because I specifically mandated the the faculty like if you're up to this and if you're okay with it. Ma'am, I want you to go back to old school typography where they have to do things by hand. Where they have to collage. They have to do things by hand. They have to master. Like, before they could, you know, understand typography and do that, make sure that they could write it first and foremost. She actually loved it. And the students were like, they're all expecting to bring their laptops or be in the laboratory. And then, oh, so why are we in the, yeah, why are we in the drawing classroom? Like, oh, just you wait, guys. Just you wait. Some were pissed, and then when they realized, you know what, this is actually an essential skill set that I'm getting, they lighted it up to a bit. Like, I have, I wanted to do more of those things and subvert expectation. So, I miss my school, even though it's four hours away. One way. <laughs> one way, exactly. It's one way. I miss it. <sighs> anyway, moving on. I'm hungry. Me too. It's about time for lunch. Alright. Time to sleep. Good night, Martin. guys. <laughs> Do this again, dude.
So if you're still listening, here's our next episode of Radio Nora. <laughs>